right where you are to clap your hands and give him a loud praise and let's send the glory. God, we bless your name because you are awesome. There is nobody like you. You get this praise. We give it to you, Lord. Fuck it. I got Every nation, every color, 
Monday, February the 5th, 2024, is Reverend Robert E. Ellison from Fort Washington, Maryland, with Approaching the Finish Line radio broadcast. He'll be coming forth that at 9.30 a.m. to 10 a.m. Eastern Standard Time here on the NL5 Radio Gospel Network. Be sure to tune in. That's Monday, February the 5th, 2024, 9.30 a.m., 10 a.m. Eastern Standard Time. Reverend Robert E. Ellison, he is the writer and author of The Biblical Insight of Coping with Chaos here on the NL5 Radio Gospel Network. Again, don't miss him right here at 9.30 a.m. Mondays, February the 5th, 2024, 9.30 a.m., 10 a.m. Eastern Standard Time. I believe that God's about to pass out miracles like Jonah. You get a miracle here on the NFI Radio Gospel Network. Thank you, Jesus. Now we're 
I was lost in my own world Feeling really confused Didn't care about anything I felt so abused One day I looked up To where my help comes from Told the Lord about my problem But it was already done He cares Cares for me Holiness Church NSI radio broadcast. We believe in God-powered preaching, sound doctrine teaching, and hallelujah praise. Join us with an open heart and a listening ear, and let a friend know we are on the air. Please pray for Overseer William Eli Ratcliffe as he gives us a divine word from heaven. Now, Pastor Ratcliffe. Director Singers, a big round of applause. Amen. It's 50 years. That's a milestone. Amen. And you don't get that every day. <clears throat> and I always tell people, Lincoln Park, we are unique. Amen. We're the, we are always the trendsetters. Amen. <laughs> so, so it's 50 years of Eli Ratcliffe Singers. And that name, you see that Eli Ratcliffe, and we see that um, the founder, Eli Ratcliffe Senior, and our builder, Eli Ratcliffe Jr. Amen. And even the pastor has Eli in his name, amen, William Eli Ratcliffe. So give the Eli Ratcliffe singers another big round of applause. Eli Ratcliffe singers, you will be rehearsing this Thursday at 7.30 and Saturday at 1.30. Thank <laughs> you. 
his hands together, if you will. Give honor to God today for being here, my pastor, 
deacons, saints, ministers, friends, and also first ladies, and also emeritus first lady. It's a blessing to be here today because we're in a time where it's something about life that we, we, we run through life and we find ourselves at a point in time in life that sometimes we have to ask ourselves, how do we get to this point in life? And what is interesting is that um, and I heard the birth, birthday announcement, you know, on the 29th, I will be 66. And I came across some of my friends that says, you know, that are younger than me. And they said, as soon as I turn 62, I think 62 and a half, I'm going to retire. And um, I'll be truthful, when it comes to um, retirement, I never prepared for retirement. Because, it's, you, know, you know, I'm from the old school. Because before they, you know, put in a retirement system, we had to work, you know, while it's day because the night comes where no man can work. And if you're a farmer, you never retire because every day God has blessed you to wake up and walk out in the field and, and see the bright sunshine. Or if it's raining and you said telling God, thank you for the rain because these crops need to be watered, you know, before all that, you know, we, uh, we were people who understood God. And why would you say that, preacher? I'm finding the more and more that I deal, you know, into life, I come across people who talk about the preppers. I said, what are you talking about, preppers? They said, people that are preparing for when the lights go out and they have no electricity. People that are preparing for when the heat goes out and they, you know, have no heat. And people that are preparing that when the food shortage comes, they're ready. Now, some of you on the older heads, like um, Deacon Harvey Horton, understands that, you know, during the summertime, there was some canning going on that if the stores were closed through the ice storm, you would go into the shed and you would take out one of those mason jars that was sealed during the summer. You say, well, preacher, where are you going at? I'm, I'm, you know, I have a sermon today saying there's something about preparation. There's something about, you know, you, you can't, okay, I'm a, our ice storm is going to come in a couple of months. We don't know that. We don't know that. You say, well, I'll plan, and when a week before the, I'll plan for when a week before the ice storm, I'll go to the grocery store and I'll get me some bread and milk and some eggs before they go in there and clean off the shelves. Isn't that true? When the storms are coming, they clean the shelves, right? But when you prepare ahead of time for those storms, you say, whether the storm comes, you know, I'm prepared. And if it doesn't come, I'm still prepared. And that's where we are. That's where, you know, I find now that, you know, where's my preparation for my Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ? I can't, you know, it reminds me of how some people say, well, I'm going to party, I'm going to keep partying, partying until I drop. And then once I drop and I can't party no more, then, you know, then I, you know, then I will get my soul saved. You know, you know, you know how it is when we're out there in the street, we're playing with, you know, I'm going I'm to keep on doing this as long as I can do it, you know, but I'm, but I'm planning one day. I'm planning one day to see the Lord, you know. So then when that two years is up, then I'll step over that threshold. But suppose you leave here for those two years. So, uh, so I'm reminded that every day we've got to prepare for our soul's salvation. Where are you going to preach? I'm going over to Matthew you know, 24, chapter, 24th chapter, the 43rd through the 44th verse. And it's interesting, Jesus, you know, made a serious point here. 
Because now we have ring cameras, we have these motion detectors, we have all these things that prepare for something to happen, and when it happens, we will be alerted. But see, when God decides it's your time, you're not going to be alerted. When God says he needs you, you're not going to be alerted. He's going to call you in a quiet, still voice. So Matthew 24, 43, and 44 says, Jesus says, but know this, that if the master of the house had known what hour the thief would come, he would have watched and not allowed his house to be broken into. Therefore, you also be ready. For the Son of Man is coming at an hour you do not expect. And that's the way it is, you know, because there's a difference between preparation and planning. See, preparing, you know, see, see that? What, what, are you, what are you saying, preacher? Like I just spent you, you can say, hey, look, I'm planning, you know, get all this out of the way, and then I'll be prepared to get my soul saved. But see, the thing is, you prepare now that, Lord, I know I'm out here. I'm not 100%. You know, but I'm striving to make a hundred. Every day is a new day because you have to understand this world is a sin of commission and omission. And in that process of understanding those things, you got to remind that every day is a new day with the Lord. And see, we, we sit back to it at times and we can't sit there and throw our hands up and say, Lord, you see, you see me every day like the publican and the Pharisee. You see me every day. I'm throwing my hands up. So, you know, I'm worthy, Lord. Where there's a person who be walking that walking around every day without their hands up, but they're in constant prayer every day. And see, I I, I study you know different religions, and so I I read the Quran and I, I watch the Muslims, and I'm like, you know, it's interesting because they say I'm prepared to meet Allah. And they say what I'll do is I'll put a suicide vest on, strapped with a bomb. I'm going to run in the middle of 200 people and say, Allah, Akbar, and blow it up because I know that when I blow myself up, I'm going to heaven and get me 40 virgins. <laughs> you know, they prepare for that stuff. They, you know, it's in their mind. But see, I'm telling you, I love the Lord, but I'm, I ain't going to put no best on. Because you know? my Lord says, you know, has reminded me when Jesus was standing there after the 40 days, you know, the devil said, cast yourself down. You know, because your God will send down a legion of angels you know, to, to take care of you. And Jesus said so eloquently, he says, um, why tempt the Lord thy God? You know, it's not necessary. That's why you be prepared every day because when these trials and tribulations come to you, you be prepared yourself. Because you got to look at every day is a test. Because when you walk in that job and you get the pink slip, you're not prepared to get that pink slip. You heard rumors, but you know it's one of those things you say, I hear about it. And then but now you, you, when you're leaving out of there, you got the pink slip. There's so many now that are prepared that if you get that pink slip, it's not the end of life. But if you're in Christ Jesus, you are prepared when you get that pink slip. The longer the activity of my limbs, and I was telling my daughter the other day, I said, you know, matter of fact, my son sent me this article where we find that, you know, people under the age of 50 are dying rapidly with cancer. And the doctors and the CDC are saying, you know, what has happened? Because we prepared our health care system that if things happen, we get people back, you know, into the system quicker and faster because we're giving them some pills and we're giving them some surgery. And we know we're telling them preventative medicine. We got all this astronomical health care. But I told them, I said, you have to understand in our society when we walk with God, when we trusted God, 
We walk daily with God. We didn't sit there watching TV all day. We didn't sit there on the cell phone all day. We didn't sit there on the iPad all day because you go back, most of the jobs were manual labor. Manual labor jobs means that you couldn't party all weekend, all weekend, and make it to the job. You know, we had you know we had people that drank, but what they say is you know I'll drink on Friday and Saturday, but I gotta get myself back together on Sunday because I know I gotta meet the man on Monday. But my brothers know we had another way of saying meeting that man on Monday. But you know you so now you know you had to keep yourself, your health, you know, because that's all you that's how you made your money, your health. You had to make sure that your health, so you were prepared to take care of yourself. But now the preparation's not there. Because you say, well, well, why would you say that, preacher? But you think about it. They have what they call Blue Sunday. Nothing opened up, no liquor stores, no cigarettes. Nothing was, was sold until after 1 o'clock. It don't take no genius to figure out what, you know, why 1 o'clock. One o'clock, the churches were emptying out, and they gave their and, and they people had prepared themselves for the you know, coming week by saying, you know, I went to church, I prepared myself, I got my notes from the pastor, I got my scripture, and I went there and I got confirmation. See, now we're not getting confirmation because we're not gathering together where two or three gathered in His name, He shall be in the midst. We're not communicating with each other anymore. Rather than, you know, pick up the phone and call and talk to somebody, you say, well, I will text them, and I will give them some acronyms, you know, when they say, you know, they're texting something funny, I'll say, LOL, laugh out loud, or OMG, oh, my God. But I'm saying that for some of the older people, you might not know what the acronyms are, but because it took me a while to, you know, <laughs> so I had to read a whole lot of text messages to figure out what was going on. But in that process, you're going through all these things where God wants to prepare you to get you to that next level, but you're not preparing yourself. You're not understanding God's word. You're not understanding you know, the signs and the symbols. You know, like even now, the things that are being written, you don't understand. Because in the book of Daniel, when it said, Mini, 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 Take All on Fossil, you know, it was a warning, you know, that the kingdom was going to be divided, Okay. Well, we see things that are written, but we don't pay attention because we're not prepared. We know you're planning for, you know, okay, when the time comes, I'll be ready. But here you got to prepare until that time. And, and what I found that it was interesting because, you know, there was a team that was playing football. And they were, they were interviewing the guy, and he says, oh, we were prepared for that last play. What are you prepared for? Because in practice, we practice when things break down, who's going to run where and how they're going to run there, you know. We didn't know it was going to happen, but guess what? We were prepared. So by prepared, we just we, we went there. And the only way you understand what's going on in this game of life, let's just go fast forward to the game of life, because everybody understands that, you know, we look at life sometimes as a game. And I was telling you, I was talking to a guy the other day, he says, the only way you know what's going to be called in your game of life is if you're in the huddle. Are you in the huddle with God? To know what scripture he's getting you and preparing you for when you get that, hey, you got a pink slip. Or when you get that phone call at midnight. And, you know, it's kind of weird because I got, you know, I talked to my cousin, you know, three weeks ago. And I was talking to him on a Saturday at 6 o'clock. And I was asking about, you know, my aunt who who raised me until I was four years old and she was deaf and mute. So her her and I had a relationship. So um, he was saying, she's still here. She's holding on. Then at 7.20, but when he was on the phone, he said, let me get back to him getting a phone call. I said, okay. So I'm, I'm, I'm feeling like, okay, I know the place. 
she's still holding on. 720, my sister calls me. She goes, you know, what you doing? I said, I'm just sitting here. And she said, how things going? I said, well, I just talked to, you know, my cousin today, you know, I know his name. And, you know, and he was saying, I'm still, still holding on. She said, Derek, Derek, stop right now. I said, what are you talking about? He gone. I was like, but I was just in the huddle. I knew the play. You know, she was still holding on. And that's where we are sometimes. You know, we're in the huddle. We know the play. And so we prepared for the next move, right? But then what happens when you get a broken play? Because you were planning. I was planning, okay, my night's over, you know, and I, I'll pray for it later, but, you know, I, I know it's like, okay, be prepared. I will, you know, just hearing that little bit of news, she's still holding on. You know how it is? You hear that news, she's still yet holding on? You say, okay, okay, you know, okay, well, I'll just, you know, plan to call tomorrow. Now, if you're from lying, you say, you lying, preacher. You know, that don't, I don't do that. I don't do those things. You know how it is. You hear a little bit. You say, okay, I'll plan. But you know you got to be prepared. I should have got off that phone call. Says, okay, try to prepare yourself. And even when you're prepared, sometimes the play don't go the way you want it to go. So you got to be prepared for when the play doesn't go the way you want it to go. And that's why I'm finding that, you know, this is, this is precarious about life with these obstacles that we have that we keep putting ourselves in a position where we should be prepared, but we keep leaving, you know, leaving the huddle. And then we get to the huddle, you get there, and you got to remember, yes, we prepared this play. But Jesus sometimes gives us an audible. Y'all know what an audible is? He'll change the play. He'll change the play. Because sometimes you get to the point where, you know, when I was first, you know, saved in the Lord, I would walk around with this Bible. Mm. And, I was, and I knew it all. And I would see some people with some bites. And I would say, how dare they? You know, God needs to just take them, snatch them right now. Those of you know you were young babes in the, you know, in the sincere milk and you had not started eating the milk. And see, I keep you know, eating the meat. And I keep it reality, reality, reality. Then the next thing you know in life, I slipped on a banana peel and I'm like, wow. <laughs> then the Lord prepared me. He says, when you go to and fro, understand. That we are our brothers and sisters keepers. Be prepared. Because even the Bible said, be prepared. That when they're down, you pick them up. So when you're down, they pick you up. Be prepared. And see what happens, we prepare that as long as I'm up, I don't worry about those that are down. I, I, don't, I don't operate like that. And I was, I was in the gas station. This Muslim guy was saying, you know, you, you, you're kind of weird. I said, what do you mean? He, you know. One day, a lady was in there, and she said, that was Saul. And I go in there, my, 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 my landscape, you know, when I do yard work, all you know, dirty and sweaty and stuff. He goes, you, you, you're never telling me. And I'm looking at her, ain't nothing to talk about. Why should I tell you? Why should I come in here like, you know who I am? For what? He says, this is, you know, I don't, I do not understand, you know, in America, America like titles and, you know, people like this. I'm like, no, nah, I don't operate like that. I said, uh-uh, I'm sorry. I, I'm, I get sweaty like everybody else. I know that my number is going to get called like everybody else. So why puff yourself up? Because the next thing you know, you know, you, you're going to change your zip code <laughs> to two feet under, you know, <laughs> or no, six feet under. Well, then again, now they, you know, they got to the point where they're, you know, they, they, you know, they're minimizing it because there's not enough space. But in that process of preparation, I came, I was on my way to church this morning. I had this sermon prepared. It was laid out. I don't pastors didn't let me know in advance. 
you know, yeah, and wrote it out and stuff. And then it was one of those situations where my brother never calls me. He calls me at 10 minutes till 11, and we're talking, and, you know, and, and I said, yeah, I'm on my way to church. And he goes, yeah, I want to be at the meeting. I'm like, I said, wait a minute now, because a lot of times he called me, I'll be truthful with you. He's drunk. I want to talk trash. You know, we had those relatives like that, you know, that liquid courage, you know, sober, you know, say, how to say, a drunken man's mouth speaks to sober man's, you know, man, you know, what is it? I forget how to say, sober man, something like that. And, you know, we were talking. I expected him to stop cussing and carrying on. He didn't. I said, boy, you singing this morning? He said, yeah. You said, you don't know nothing about me? I said, what are you talking about? He used to open up with the Sensational Nightingale. He used to open up with Slim and Supreme Angels. My grandmother used to play piano for him. I'm like, where was I at? Where was I at? You know, in the tabernacle, you know, Gully Street and Goldsboro, when they have, you know, the holy convocation stuff, he would open up and sing. But I'm like, I told him right then, I said, you should have been prepared. You should be the one delivering the sermon this morning, you know. Not me. I never opened up. You know, for you know, for church, you know, you know, any any of these events with these groups singing the Lord's songs. And he started to say, Well, I sang this other song and I said, I, I never heard you know, I'm going somewhere. I'm like, wait a minute now. And he said, Hey, stop, listen for a minute. And he you know, he just sang that song while I was there. And I wasn't prepared. And it really just took me to another level. Where I'm telling you it's like Jesus said. You know, if you knew, you would have all these things in place. But there's a good reason why sometimes you don't have all these things in place. Because when you over-prepare, you overthink it, right? Let's keep it real. You overthink it. I'm sitting there thinking he was going to ramble, but then by the time he finished singing that song, my mind was all over the place. I couldn't believe it. And that let me know, even in the midst of our families, get the families, it's time to huddle up. It's time to get the families into play. I don't care who you upset with. It's kind of weird you hear see stuff on Facebook. Yeah, you live right across the street from me. You wouldn't even come and visit me. But then when you know when a person dies, you go to the funeral. Too late. We're holding too much in because the devil has taught us how to be divided. Because we were not prepared to understand God. But in the preparation of understanding God, what he teaches us is that, you know, yield not to your own understanding because God's ways, you know, our ways are not God's ways. And what's happened is that right now we're looking at a situation where where are we going with artificial intelligence? Because in the Bible and the book of Revelation, it's, it's already told you about these days where we'll just be a number. But one thing about God's church, he is prepared us. Where two or three are gathered in you know, his name, he shall be in the midst. He has prepared us that if we make one, you know, one step, he'll make two. He has prepared us because he went on Calvary and says, I will take your, your yokes upon me. I will take your sins upon me. And by 39 stripes, you shall be healed. He has prepared us with his word. And what has happened from Genesis to Revelation, somehow or another, we decide because it was in a book, we won't open it up. And now that we have it on where we can pull it up on smartphones, and we're not pulling up smartphones, we're pulling up Instagram, we're pulling up TikToks. And I understand this because the greatest battle I have right now is with my grandchildren and TikTok. You know, it's, you know, he's, you know, they're acting out. And I'm to the point where I say, I'm going to act up. 
because you're acting out. They say, well, granddaddy, you can't do that. I said, well, don't ask me for a dime because if I give you money, you see, I'm, I'm aiding and abetting that. I can't aid and abetting that. And my grandmother taught me a long time ago because one of my friends came by. Hey, I knew he was in the street, and I gave him a couple of dollars. She said, why do you give him a couple of dollars? You know what he's going to do with it. You need to be prepared to let God guide your senses and your principles. And she said, well, I'll give you a place to sleep. I would give you something to eat, but all this other foolishness. I can't be condoning that because what happens, that leads you down the road of perdition. So I'm prepared to show you to follow me as I follow Christ. And that's the preparation that we need to have in life because Jesus is letting us know that oh, you, you, you've got to be prepared because, you know, the devil, you know, these, these things will come. And with these things coming, you've got to be prepared to walk with God. Because there's a song that hit me. That's my, my brother, you know, finished. I sat in my car and cried for a minute. And then that song, Blessed Assurance, Jesus is mine. Oh, what a foretaste of glory divine. And then I, I, you know, I skipped and said, you know, hurt and washed in the blood. And that's where we are every day. Is a preparation for our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. Glory God. That's why we come to church to prepare our hearts, our minds, and souls. Because there is going to come a time, and we want to be able to meet Him in the air when He comes. We are, we want to be a prepared people for a prepared place. I ask everyone to stand. And Jesus said, I go to prepare a place for you. So he has prepared a place. But if we don't accept him as Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ, that place will be for those that believe and there's another place for names are not written in the book there's a book and there are other books but if your name is in the book then you are prepared for when this life that was never promised that we would live forever for the wages of sin, death. But the gift of God is eternal life. And the reason I'm standing there and making this call is for anyone here that have not received Jesus as Lord and Savior. Eternal life is free. You can't buy it. You can't earn it. You can't steal it. You can't borrow it. It's a gift, but you can receive it. If there be one, open up your heart. Say, I want Jesus in my heart. I'm going to open up and let him in. Admit that you are son. Believe that Jesus died and God raised him from the dead. Confess your sins, and he is faithful to forgive us. If there be one. I'm going to say, oh, the hunters to come down. 
The doors of the church are open. If there be a joiner, candidate for baptism, uh, watch care, Christian experience, full membership, if there be one that would like to unite with the Lincoln Park Holiness Church, the doors of the church are open. Come on, let's give God a hand. Glory to God. Oh, the doors of the church are open, and we thank God for the one that has come to join and be a part of this great fellowship. And here at 13 Heath Street. Come on, let's give God a hand. <laughs> yes, yes, we said we're going to praise God more in 2024. So I'm going to ask the deacons and the trustees to come as we accept this new member. While we are still on the air, how many of you desire, need a special prayer? Not for you, family member, or whoever, or whatever. How many of you have a, a special prayer request? Just let me see your hand. I want to say for those of you that have been praying for Sister Andrea Kittrell, the wife of Deacon Kittrell, I was going across town and the the Lord told me to call them. I had on my mind. And when I called, he answered the phone. He said she'd just gotten out of the hospital and he was had just gone down the hallway of his house and got his phone and answered when I called. And he gave her the phone and when she gave he gave her the phone and I heard her voice and she talked to me. He was she was in the wheelchair, and he was pushing her in the front door of her house. I said, oh, praise God. <laughs> I, I said, I called right at the right time. God let me know that she was out and back home. I said, oh, thank you, God. And I know many of you have been praying for Sister Kittrell, and we have a, a lot, many others on our prayer list. And Deacon Boykin's wife. Uh, let's pray for Sister Annie. Let's just pray for all of those that are on our prayer list. We're going to start our prayer list back again, and we can call by name so we'll know uh, who is on on our prayer list. Also, we're going to start a prayer line where people through the Carolina newspaper where we have our sermon of the week. Every sermon that comes from this pool pit is in the Carolina. All you have to do is get a subscription. Uh, for the Carolinian, and they will they will send you a, a Carolinian newspaper uh, to your home, not just for our sermon of the week here at Lincoln Park, but for all of our um, news, African-American news uh, that comes from the Carolinian, an icon in the city of Raleigh. And one thing on that Carolinian newspaper above the top, it says, dedicated to the spirit of Jesus Christ. Let's give the Carolinian newspaper a hand. If you want any of our sermons in script, all you have to do is get your Carolinian newspaper. And I 
They subscribe to them, and they'll put that newspaper uh, in your mailbox. How many of you have a subscription with the Curly and newspaper? All right, that's one of them. We're going to start having some uh, in the vestibule for those of you that can't get a hold of one until you can subscribe. But we're going to ask Elder Hunter right now to come and lead us to the throne of grace in prayer. And after that prayer, we will uh, get back to the protocol of accepting uh, this new member into the fellowship of Lincoln Park Holiness Church. Let us pray. Yes. Heavenly Father, we come to you with some loose in Ohio. Mm-hmm. Give me thanks and praise for this day that's coming to shower right now, God. Yes, God, we would like to say thank you right now, God. God, we say thank you because we can look back over our lives and we can understand how good you are to us. So, God, we say thank you. We say thank you for communication. We say thank you for the blessings of the past. We say thank you for putting us in this place, in this space, in this moment in time. And, God, with that same spirit, we ask you to do it again, God. We ask you to do what you always have done. You've always provided. You've always healed. You've always made ways. You've always done that thing. So, God, we ask you to do it again right now, God. God, we hear the praise reports. And as long as you're still blessing, you're still in the blessing business. So, right now, God, we might not be next, but we are in line. And so we say thank you in advance. Thank you because we understand you just healed Sister Kitchell on yesterday so you can heal on today. We say thank you in advance because we know that you blessed on yesterday and you can bless on today. We say thank you in advance for your blessings are ever before us, God. And your presence is soothing to our hearts right now, God. And God, as long as you are God, you are able and capable to do all things. God, you said in your word that you will withhold no good thing from us. So for those good things that we are praying for, we ask that your Holy Spirit fall right now. And God, give us the ability to wait on you. Take our hands off of it. Take our minds away, away from it. And God, have your way. For if we could fix it, we wouldn't be praying for it. If we could have done it, it would have been done a long time ago. So God, we arrest our will and we have your will in its place. And God, we say... Victory is in your name. So in your name, we claim healing. In your name, we claim abundance. In your name, we claim breakthrough. In your name, we claim deliverance. And God, we are so confident in you that we won't wait till the battle is over. We'll praise you right now. We praise you in advance for all the things that you're going to do. And God, we say if you'll forever be our God, we can forever be your people. We ask all these things in the name of the Father, Son, and the Blessed Holy Ghost. In Jesus' sweet name we do pray. Amen. Amen. Come on, let's do some hallelujah. Come on, let everything you have.
Church is about loving people and helping community. Our main objective is winning souls. You are welcome to partner with us or help sponsor this ministry and broadcast with a donation. Please visit our website at lincolnparkchurch.com and click the Let's Give tab at the top of the screen. Feel free to leave comments. You can also download the Givelify app on your mobile phone and look for Lincoln Park Church. Cash app cash tag Lincoln Park CRF. We are located at 13 Heath Street in Raleigh, North Carolina. God bless you and we look forward to you joining us next week on NFI Radio and Catch the Wave from the number one radio station reaching the world with gospel music and preaching. I was lost in my own world, feeling really confused, didn't care about anything, I felt so abused, one day I looked up to where my help comes from, told the Lord of all my problems, but it was already done, he cares, cares for me.
in the mix in HD2 sound with tight acoustic pace. It's the NFI giving God the praise.
Email us now.
17 minutes, 17 minutes after the hour, you are catching the wave live from the NFI studios here in Raleigh, North Carolina. Your number one war jet and contemporary Christian station in the world, the NFI. Catch the wave.
the way on the inhale line. You know, God is a good God. And he's an on-time God, even in the midst of your storm. There are times when things just don't go right in our lives. No, they don't. We're worried about this. We're worried about that. Sickness is upon us. Oh, yes, it is. Kids are acting up. Mm. But you know, Joe, if we would just fall on our knees and cry out to God, he'll come see about it. Oh, I know he will. Oh, the God that I serve honors the prayers of the righteous. If you would just trust and obey, keep the faith and hold on to his unchanging hand, he'll be there. I know he will. It's the same old story. Mm-hmm. Some mother child is strung out again. If the Lord's patience were in sin, but the Lord reaches down, turns that child's life around, and now the boy, he's standing strong for him. Just ask him, and you will receive. The doctor says over. He said it's over. Prepare, for there is no cure. No, no. That's what he told you. Once again, your faith is dead. Yes, it is. You don't know how much more you can endure. No, you don't. You won't relive your prayer. Feel like giving up And how you gonna make it Through the rain Well, God is looking down He can take the pain and turn it around You gotta believe it Call out to Him Oh, My doctor's name is Dr. Jesus And I know He'll fix that Yeah. 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 Yeah.
God is a man that will not lie. No, no. He said he would be there through the storm and the rain. Yes, he did. I don't care what the problem is. My God can fix that. I know he can. Oh, I believe it. I believe it. So many times in my life, my way got dark. I seemed like I didn't know which way to go. But God was right there. He stepped right in on time. Yeah, yeah. He said, if you believe it, you can receive it. That he would heal your body. He would take away your pain. He said he'd take care of you. I believe every word he said. I know his word is true. Somebody's listening right now. You see, I know he'll do it. You can receive it. I pray. He said he'd be with me. He said he loved me. He said he'd take good care of me. All the way to me.
Unwanted One. Exclusive Remax. You listen to exclusive, exclusive, exclusive.
again, I have been touched. Put your hand on your neighbor, say you have been touched. Put your hand on them, say you have been touched. Changed, healed. Say this, totally free from sin. Say that again, totally free from
minutes, two minutes before the top of the hour, you are catching the wave, and we are live here from the studios in Raleigh, North Carolina, your number one quartet contemporary Christian station in the world. I'm your host, the anointed one on this wonderful day, and certainly giving God the praise, the glory, and the honor, and thanking all of you so much for catching the wave. And for those of you just locking in for your very first time, we are not 
a normal network. We are concerned about man and woman, soul and spirit, that we may compel them to come to Christ. We are not about competition or compromising. We are about doing the will of the Lord, and that is to win souls for the glory of God. And for those of you who like to call in, feel free to give us a call here at 347-215-8049. That's 347-215-8049, keeping it live right here in the capital city of Raleigh, North Carolina, from the studios in Raleigh. Let's continue with more great gospel music. You are catching the wave.
put your hand in somebody's hand. Don't put both of them in there. Leave one on the stern wheel. And I want you to just say these words. Doctors, you're in the hospital. I love you. When you go to your patient, I want you to tell them that you love them. I
caught right now. And I needed somebody just to testify for me. I will call on a man by the name of Abraham. And if Abraham was in this church right now, you know what Abraham would tell all of y'all? He would tell all of y'all. He's my Jehovah. Jehovah. Point to yourself. He's been by. He's been there. The burn on burn. He is a burner. Burn. A burn on bear. bear. He is a burner. Burn. A burn on bear. This is my bear. favorite part. He is a burner. Burn. A burn on bear. bear. A heavy And I know that if you just like me, I know you have some good home training. I know your mama raised you right, but I know you didn't drive on the way down 78 for nothing tonight. I know you, you just like me. Now I want you to tell these folks. While they standing here looking at me and you, tell these folks some of the good stuff that your mama taught you. Go on and tell Yeah. 
Right, that's the sounds of Brother Dietrich Hatton, and uh, definitely going back down memory lane for those of you who uh, definitely uh, been keeping up with Dietrich Hatton. He's got it going on, and uh, many of you know that new song he has, uh, 
How many know it belongs to God, huh? Oh, yeah, yeah. You're catching the wave. You're number one coordinated contemporary Christian station in the world. It's the NFI Radio Gospel Network. And uh, certainly giving God the praise, the glory, and the honor right here at the bottom of the hour on a wonderful day and thanking God for what he's doing and what he's about to do today. Somebody better say so. I know that's right. Look, uh, once again, you can join us on our website at nl5radio.com or you can catch the wave right on our public figure page on Facebook simply by going to at Smile On Me Too. That's at Smile On Me Too, the symbol at Smile On Me Too, or NFI Radio Gospel Network. Keeping it live right here on the NFI Radio Gospel Network. Look, uh, those of you want to remind you, be sure to tune in this coming Friday night. We are back on and RTN 22, that's Raleigh Television Network 22, that's every Friday night, 9 o'clock p.m. to 10 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. And I had some people call me, wanted to know, said, look, uh, what's going on, man? What's happening? Uh, you wasn't on Friday. Well, yeah, I was on. But um, remember, I, I said uh, last week would have been the first week that they came back from about five months that the network was down due to a server that uh, needed to be rebuilt. Uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, was a uh, system that uh, was custom made, so uh, they had to rebuild the server. And uh, now they are back up. And um, I, I came on Friday night, but um, unfortunately, uh, they didn't have one of my old previous shows aired. And uh, they pretty much uh, what you had seen on last Friday night of some of the other uh, programs uh, were pre-recorded from um, about. Six months ago. So uh, uh, you will catch me this coming Friday night. We'll be burning, uh, and uh, we're going to be ready to come back and uh, with our first debut uh, for uh, October uh, after five months. So um, those of you, look, we're going to be live. So uh, join us on this coming Friday night, 9 o'clock. I can promise you we're going to be hotter than ever, and, and I'm going to Definitely turn the wheel up after five months. I've got some new stuff, got some things I want to uh, allow you to see that you haven't seen on some of the other network. Um, that's right. The top ten video countdown of the month, and we're going to kick it off on this coming Friday night. Look, we're going to continue with more music right here on the NFI. I got a new one for you. This lady right here, uh, she's hot too, and uh, definitely. Uh, I don't know if you have had an opportunity to hear her new project, but uh, this one here is hotter than the last one. Speaking of Sister Pamela Mann, here on the NFI. What you're going through is not the end of you, it's the beginning now. You are in his hands. Be still and trust his plan, he'll make a way somehow. But while you're going through, let Jesus work on you. There's nothing else to do but be still and know. He's God alone, he came to make you strong. Though it hurts for a moment, let him work on you. 
Wave in HD2 sound with tight acoustic bass.
the anointed one. You know God told to build the ark and let the people know. Come on. 